Hello and welcome to episode two of It's Like This Everywhere. My name is Dana, but I have been better known as Hustle Goddess for the past 10 years. So this is episode two. Welcome. Thanks for sticking it out. I hope you're with us in the future. Uh, in the last episode, it was part one of the origin story. So a quick recap. It was of me being in Zambia, what I was doing over there, getting obscenely drunk on Christmas, and how that catapulted me into moving to Kenya with my sister. So if you haven't listened to it yet, leave a comment. Please go back and do so. It'd be really helpful to to me and also kind of helpful for the story because I do want this podcast to be super interactive. So go back and listen and leave a comment about what you want to hear in the future. Um, And then also to help me because I'm going to be your favorite podcast. (laughs) So majority of the feedback I received about episode one was the feeling of adult alone, you know, and a lot of the like friends and family (laughs) that would listen to it, they would tell me, I know exactly what you meant when you said adult alone, you know, and if you, you know, which whether or not you've heard of it before, you know, my saying it, um, it's something that everyone eventually feels, you know, at one point in their kind of entrance into adulthood, you know, and that's part of the concept of this podcast, which is why I'm really happy that people caught on to it and and they let me know because what we're about is exploring experiences that people from around the world have felt, you know, universal feelings in, you know, humanity that, that that have a unifying kind of cause behind them. And so being and, uh, you know, an adult alone experience is one of those, <laughs> one of those feelings or one of those unifying experiences. So the first time I felt it was in Zambia staring at a lizard. Um, a moment you might feel it was when you got your first apartment, you know, and you had to figure out how to have like an adult roommate relationship, you know, that wasn't like your parent or your sibling or maybe moving into freshman dorms, or just whatever your first taste of adulthood was, even if it was something smaller, like a responsibility that you had to take care of that you've never taken care of before. I mean, that could be something like even the first time you had to make your own doctor's appointment. (laughs) Because I know a lot of people who absolutely avoided that, you know. And so The good thing about the adult alone feeling is that it is such a shared experience. So more often than not, you'll always find someone to guide you through the initial jump scares. And for me, that was my sister, um, who was already right there where I wanted to be in Kenya. You know, she had already been in Kenya attending the university I planned to go to. Um, for about two years, she was the first year she was actually living in Mulot. So, you know, my sister has been shags. OK, and then she found USIU and it fit perfectly. You know, sorry, excuse my moving, you know, um, one woman show, like I've said before. But so in my mind, she was an expert in all things college and all things Kenya Um, And then lucky me on top of that, she is 
one of the smartest people I know, you know, just really articulate. Just, you know, I could I could fangirl about my sister all the time. Her and I, anyone who knows us knows how incredibly close that we are. However, even smart girls get drunk. And so, of course, my first night in Kenya was, I have it written down, was vomit-covered chaos. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and all of those in between, we are having another drunk in episode. I promise that is actually not the theme of my podcast. However, as I think maybe we should get ready to admit here and learn here is that drinking is not only cultural, but it is heavily intertwined with your first adult experiences. You know, it's it's a huge symbol of adulthood. And so who better to do it with than my expert genius sister? Uh, and I just, why not? You know, I was about to say her name, but you know, I don't know if she wants to be on this podcast yet, even though I am going to make her come on this podcast eventually. Um, what's up, Aaliyah? But so who else better to introduce me into Kenya and introduce me kind of also into drinking, you know, as an adult than her? However, I called this episode Vomit Covered Chaos for a reason, because it was Vomit Covered Chaos, you know, and so let me begin. Uh, maybe I should have given a trigger warning before, but so to all of the non-Kenyans listening, um, if you ever go to Kenya and you get offered a drink called konyagi, uh, just walk away. Uh, do not say anything because when it comes to drinking, there is no such thing as a polite decline uh, in Kenya. I'm sorry, there there isn't, especially if it's your first time in Kenya. Okay, Kenya is an incredibly welcoming, warm country, but it's also full of young people who like to party, who like to drink, who like to have a good time, and and that's fantastic but you need to have your own internal pacer, okay? You need to be able to pace yourself because konyagi is one of those drinks that felt very cultural when I was first introduced to it. Like, it was like uh, like how Malort is to Chicagoans. It's like, no, you won't like it, but you have to try it, all right? You just have to do it for the culture. And so uh, this was my night with konyagi. And... <laughs> To those of you still drinking it, kudos. You're a soldier, all right? Because it was just not my drink of choice. And we'll go back. We'll touch back on it uh, a little bit, you know. But but if you've claimed to never had it before, you're going to be politely chased until you do, you know. Because drinking is so cultural, is so, you know, bringing people together kind of thing. And so it's... You won't even know you're being pressured until it's too late, you know, until it's already too late. And this night, I should have known it was too late from the moment the plane touched down because it was a special occasion, right? I was a, I was accepted in the USAU essentially the same day because it was, it's not like how college is in the States or maybe other countries, but you could literally land and then you could get accepted the same day. Um, thankfully, at least, you know, for me. Part of that probably had to do with just the privilege of being an American. And so I am, you know, thankful and I want to recognize that. But so I touched down, got accepted the same day. You know, I was new to Kenya. I was moving in with my sister, you know, and so obviously all of her friends at the time decided I needed a warm welcome. So 
my sister and myself, her boyfriend, um, who we'll probably not even refer to for the rest of this episode, but just because I don't like him, you can now think of him as Mango Head. Um, he was her first boyfriend <laughs> that I met. Um, they did not stay together for very long while I was there. She's probably going to kill me for even saying this. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can you can call him Mango Head, and she's probably even laughing at that joke. It's a funny joke if you know what it is, but... You know, like I said, this is essentially my diary that all of you guys are getting kind of a listen to. Um, but I'm sure there's some sisters out there who didn't like their sister's boyfriend. You know, this is also a relatable, relatable concept. But now let me remove myself from my tangent, right? So it was her, myself, her then boyfriend, and kind of their group of friends all went back to our apartment. And in true college kid fashion, Uh, It had no furniture. Part of that is because my sister had the experience of actually living in the dorms, and I never lived in the USIU dorms. So when she comes on the podcast, I'll definitely ask her about it. But so she was moving from uh, the dorms into an apartment with me. And so uh, with that, we had no furniture. So what did we do? We started drinking on the floor. And we might not have had chairs, but we had cups. And it was a grand old time. All right, so back to Konyagi for a little bit. Um, and again, I'm sorry if you're hearing me moving and, and the cat and things like that. I apologize. But so if we talk about Konyagi, some people call it a gin, some call it a rum, some call it, you know, a vodka. It kind of, I can't tell you what the taste is like because for the life of me, I cannot remember the taste. If you look it up right now, you're going to find a clear bottle, kind of roundish, uh, and it's uh, a spirit, you could call it. It's um, it's sugarcane juice. It's fermented sugarcane juice. And I know it is an East African spirit. I want to say that I believe it's Tanzanian, um, but it might be Ugandan. Please don't come for me because after this night, I completely separated myself from it. <laughs> All right. You know, there are soldiers out there still drinking it who still really enjoy it. And that is on you. Me, I choose soft life. All right. Me, I choose soft life. I was in Kenya for 10 years. And I think I honestly drank 10 years worth of konyagi in that single life. So forgive me. Okay. Forgive me for choosing soft life. <laughs> um, especially considering that I can't. Uh, remember the taste of it. You know, I don't even remember what we talked about that night. You know, I was new and I was nervous, but my sister was there. And so when the night ended with me vomiting mac and cheese next to my mattress on the floor, I remember her coming in, looking at me right in the eyes and saying, I will only do this for you one time. And she cleaned up my mac and cheese vomit. All right. I have a very good older sister. If there's nothing else you get from this podcast or this episode, it's that I have a good sister who's now a very good mom to two boys. Uh, and I like to think that that night I trained her for mother. <laughs> you know, because what are toddlers if not, you know, the actions of tiny drunks, right? So... That was the night. I wish I could give you more detail, but I truly cannot remember more detail of that night. That could have also been the first night that I was introduced to chewing, but I really think that that kind of happened a few nights later. For those of you who don't know what chewing is, maybe I can leave a comment and I'll talk about it in the next episode. But that was a positive experience with uh, being introduced to adult alone. 
because uh, because you got to take the the good and the bad, and you know each experience is going to have its silver linings. But so it feels insane to think that that was you know that that night was over ten years ago. It was two weeks after my eighteenth birthday, uh, and it was a few months. Uh, Zambia was behind me. Um, that confidence from Zambia, along with getting to live alone with my sister in a different country as my parents, felt cinematic. You know, so I recovered from the night. Um, at 18, luckily, hangovers are pretty quick. And so with a slight headache, I had to face the fact that I was actually enrolled in university and I was actually going to attend classes. So I can't remember if I took the entrance exams earlier that day, but I do believe that I took one the same day I got accepted and then um, a different, like two others kind of a few days later because I didn't land right as the semester started. But so another great introduction to Kenya and kind of adulthood that I experienced was while I was taking my entrance exams and, you know, you had three and I was woefully unprepared because no one ever tells you what it's like to get accepted into college, you know, until you hit orientation and then they cover you with everything, right? But so I was sitting outside waiting to take one of the exams. And this guy, uh, I want to do a special mention of him, Eddie, was there. And if you're a USAU alum and you went to school with me, you're going to know Eddie, right? Uh, unfortunately, he passed away uh, a few years ago. Uh, I wasn't super close with him other than this moment, but I know he was an energetic person. I know that a lot of people, he was a popular guy. A lot of people knew him. I believe he was a natural born Kenyan that stayed in the U.S. for a little while. Um, but if anyone who was close with him wants to talk about him, please, again, feel free to leave a comment. You know, I don't know who he was after this moment. I hope he was a pretty cool guy because in this moment, what he did for me is, is he could see that I wasn't really prepared to take the exam. And this was probably the the same day I landed, actually. Right. But so he had his pencil with him and he broke it in half and he sharpened it and he gave me, you know, the other half of the pencil for him. And so that was a really cool moment. You know, again, I don't know who he was past this, but this was someone who didn't know me at all, who really had nothing to gain from helping me because we barely saw each other after that moment, um, just helping me out. And that was a great initiation into university, into Kenya. And so that was a cool orientation moment that I, I'm happy that I could share. So Eddie, wherever your spirit is, rest in peace, bro, rest in power. You know, um, I, I hope that your friends and family are, are good. But so, like I said, adult moments and kind of adult aloneness also comes with like adult connection. It comes with, you know, shared experiences. And so when people see, you know, you're new or you're celebrating or something like that, it's really powerful to be able to come together. And so those are my my highlights of adult <laughs> adult moments in Kenya. So with that all being said, I think we can close out this episode. And if you want to leave a comment or, you know, reach out to me directly about an experience that you want to share or an experience that 
you know I had while in Kenya and you want me to talk about it, feel free. I am going to start getting to the requests that were made of me um, when I first introduced the show to the people who the people who follow me on social media. I am going to get to your requests uh, starting very, very soon. And I'm going to continue to improve the script and improve the sound quality of the show. So please bear with me. Please go like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram, Hustle Goddess. Follow me on uh, TikTok, also Hustle Goddess. I really love hearing uh, your stories and your opinions. And keep in mind that a show about shared connections only grows if we actually talk about the shared connections. All right. So I'm going to reiterate my warning about Konyagi, my everlasting appreciation for my sister and Eddie, rest in peace. And I remind you that when adulthood starts to feel scary again, find an adultier adult. Drinking with them is entirely optional. So you guys have a good one and I will see you in the next episode.